your engines! That's seven races to go here. Let's keep our head in this thing. Roll on through, roll on through. Same path. Start your engines and smoke the tires. This is Inside Alabama Racing with your host, Tommy Prater. Here's the reason for this full course yellow that we are under at the moment. Stay with the sports station, WNSP, for NASCAR news, interviews with drivers, crew members, and track officials around the state and around the nation. Fired up. Stay on the racetrack if you can. Stay on the racetrack if you can. Get inside of my mirror. says objects appear appear faster than they appear. No, he's that fast. Inside Alabama Racing. Brought to you by Wade Distributors, Judy's Place, and Alabama Pipe and Supply. Got a guitar! Hell yeah! Have you seen any of the replay? They have called one of our teammates to the trailer. Oh, bye! Now, here's Tommy Prater. Look at him, look at him, look at him! Let's go racing drivers! Welcome to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us tonight on what is going to be a smoking hot program in the middle of some smoking hot weather here along the Gulf Coast as we head into a big July 4th weekend. Last weekend in Nashville, big crowds, big stars, big results. Ross Chastain, the watermelon man, wins again. A.J. Allmendinger won the Xfinity race on Saturday. And Carson Hosovar won the truck race on Friday night. This coming weekend, all eyes will shift to Chicago for the first ever street race in downtown Chicago. We're going to try to give you a perspective for this weekend from three different guys. First, one of the best-known spotters in the business, Tab Boyd, who spots for Ricky Stenhouse and also spots for the Moose when he races. We're going to give you what the spotters are up against this weekend. We're going to have the most tenured road course racer join us to talk about how he's been preparing, and that's our buddy Preston Partis from Daytona Beach. And then we're going to bring in a guy who hasn't been in a race car in 15 years. An old friend, Brent Sherman, is returning to racing after having done it all 20 years ago for his hometown street course race this weekend. And, of course, we'll wrap it all up with the moose right here on WNSP, part of the sound of Mobile. Alabama Racing on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. Reach up and pull them tight one more time because it's time to get back on the track. Here's Tommy Prater. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. We have a fun show as we try to get you a unique perspective of what to expect this weekend in Chicago. In just a few minutes, spotter Tab Boyd will join us, the most experienced road course racer in Chicago this weekend. Preston Partis will step in next. And then a guy who has virtually zero experience, in 15, 16 years, Brent Sherman 
will drop in and we'll talk to him about what it's going to be like for him to make a start in his hometown of Chicago. Every week our program is brought to you by Wade Distributors, Alabama Pipe and Supply, and of course our friends over at Judy's Place where every Wednesday is Cobbler Day and it's always good and today was absolutely phenomenal. It's Chicago. It's Chicago for the first time and everybody is struggling as to how they're going to do, what they're going to do, and how they're going to do it, even down to how they're going to get to the racetrack. And let's bring in the first guy who maybe has the toughest job this weekend, spotting for Ricky Stenhouse on Sunday. Well, actually, the toughest job he ever had is spotting for the moose, Thomas Prater, because he does not listen, right? But but now I have a witness. You now I have a witness to that. And let's bring him in. Pensacola's Tab Boy. Tab, how you doing, man? I'm good. How's it going down there? Man, it's going great. I, I'm I'm really glad I'm not going to be part of your spot team this weekend in Chicago because all I hear is, you know, disaster after disaster. Oh, no. Nah, we're looking forward to getting up there. It's uh it's gonna be an adventure, that's for sure. We uh you gotta go in there with an the open mind and uh you know, the the bottom line is it's a points-paying race, and uh, we're trying to get after it staying up in the points position we're in and improving on some stage points. So, uh, you know, uh, any race is a good race, and we're looking forward to it, actually. Let me ask, let me ask some technical questions about this weekend because I've, I've got the race track course, whatever you want to call it, up on my computer screen so I can – semi-talk tells you about this how many spotters are you guys planning on using this weekend so we're going to use three spotters i'll be in the main stand and i have my brother and our shock specialist ben's going to be coming in to help out so uh yeah there'll be three of us but uh we're not expecting to be able to see the whole course we know there's going to be some blind corners and a lot of things going on so we're we're really hoping the the live feed of the track will be good, and we're able to just pass <laughs> along information. And uh, you know, it's going to be different. It's going to be different than what we're used to, and, and that's what's going to make it an adventure. Well, you know, you sound like me the time uh, we took Thomas up to Road America, right? And the and the live feed was supposed to be live, and it was about <laughs> a ten second delay. Right, and so I'm oh, saying yeah. stuff, and finally Thomas tells me just to shut up, which he he loves doing anyway. <laughs> he says, "You're not even close, man. Just shut up." So anyway, uh, hopefully the live feed will be good. But looking at this racetrack, you're going to be in the main grandstands, right above the start finish line. I'm guessing is that where they're going to put you? Yeah, somewhere about there. Uh, I mean, we okay. haven't seen it. All we've seen is pictures. So that's the right. plan right now. To uh, to be up in that area, yeah, be on the main main straightaway and get to see pit road. And a lot of times that's a very important uh, part of the race is getting on and off pit road cleanly. So uh, we'll just have to pay attention to all of it. So as a guy who's done this for a while, I'm looking at this course and I see 1, 2, 5, 6, 7, 11, and 12 are not just right and left-handers, they're hard 90-degree street corner turns. Man, that's got to be tough. Oh, yeah. The 
the stack up in the corners is definitely going to be a, a big uh, thing to watch for. You know, it's being up front is going to be important, but that's the way it is almost everywhere we go. You know, the, the yeah. people that are up front, the first couple rows have a big advantage. So track position will be important, having good stops, good strategy. It's a, it's just like a normal race, but yes, the quarters are going to be very close whenever, whenever they get into those hard turns. Well, a mistake by the driver on pit road, game over. We'll see you next week, right? You're you're just done for today. If for some yeah, reason I mean, you, you can't give up. You penalty. can't give up. the The cup races are so long. You have a you have a chance to recover. You just need to to be sharp and on your game uh, in the second half for sure, because you start running out of time. So your second spotter uh, tab, is it going to be somewhere over in this big green area, the lakefront green going down by the the water, or where, where will he be? So, yeah, the, the the second person will be in turn four, that sweeping okay. right-hander that then goes into the sharper right-hander. Uh, right. Turn right. four area will be where the second spotter is. And do you think you're going to be able to see six? From your vantage point or no? We're hoping so, at least being able to see the straightaway to make sure it's a it's a clean entry. You know, the the drivers right. I think after we have a little bit of practice and, and get a rhythm going in the race, those guys are good. You know, they're gonna know whether they're clear or whether they're not. If they've had a good corner, if they've had a bad corner, they're gonna be they're studying up too, you know. They're we're not just going in there completely blind. Those guys are gonna be sharp and uh be on it so we'll be there to help them if there's a little stack up or or things of that nature where do you plan on putting the third guy so the third guy will be on top of turn 11 on top of a building called symphony hall and they'll have a pretty good view of the the choose cone and restart area that last question because i gotta go how you go you go take a cab to the track uh, we, we've got a bus rented all weekend, so, uh, yeah, we just hop on our team bus, and they'll shuttle us around. There you go. There you go. All right, buddy, good luck this weekend. We'll be watching. Hey, buddy, appreciate you. Y'all have a good one down there. Thank you, man. Tab Boyd, some of Pensacola's boy group, man, he is just absolutely wonderful at what he does, and we've utilized him for years. He's been with Logano, William Byron. And now, Ricky Stenhouse. When we come back, the most experienced road racer in this weekend's field, Preston Partis, right here on WNSP. Racing on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. Once again, bumping and grinding, shoving and rubbing, and that's just at the breakfast buffet. Here's Tommy Prater. Welcome back. Inside Alabama Racing, I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. We're going to get you ready for Chicago. Tab Boyd was in early to give you a spotter's perspective. In just a minute, we'll bring in the most tenured road course racer in all of NASCAR this weekend, Preston Partis. I may have to give up some to Jason Button. Jensen Button. may have to give May have to put Preston behind Jensen while asking. Every week, our program is brought to us by Judy's Place, Alabama Pipe and Supply, and Wade Distributors, Southwest Alabama's flooring leader. 
As most of you know, this is the 25th season of our program, and I have covered many stories for and about racing. I was, I have been at the racetrack when we've lost drivers, Blaze Alexander, Dale Earnhardt Sr. I was working TV on one and spotting for Ricky Craven on the other. I've been at the track when we've had horrendous accidents. I've covered every kind of story that you can imagine, birth, death. But I don't think there's any story that uh, has hit me as hard as uh, yesterday's news that Chandra's parents and nephew were killed in a murder-suicide deal back in her hometown in Oklahoma. It, it just I, I just really don't have a whole lot to say other than uh, those guys are in our thoughts and prayers. And uh, for the record, Jimmy Johnson has withdrawn from this weekend's race at Chicago. It's going to be one of his scheduled races for this year. But I, I think shocking is the word that I want to use on that. I, I just, just absolutely incredible. Um, also last weekend, NBC brought in 3.2 million viewers for their broadcast from Nashville. <clears throat> it was their most watched opening since they've had the series back. So that's some good news on the TV front because so far this year, TV hadn't really been all that good. Let's get a few from the driver's seat from this weekend Who from a guy who has, while he may be young, has more road course laps than anybody else that will be in Chicago this weekend. And from Daytona Beach, our buddy Preston Partis. Preston, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, Tommy. How about you guys? I'm great. Uh, let's go over some technical points here. Uh, I had... Tab Boyd on a minute ago to go over what their game plan was for Ricky Stenhouse for spotters this weekend at Chicago. How many guys are you planning on using to spot, help you spot this weekend? Uh, we're going to try to use as many as NASCAR allows, and it's the, the uh, three people um, up on the stand. So we'll have the one, the main, and then we'll have our two alternate spotters too. So. As you guys know, it's going to be uh, you're going to need all eyes on deck there with how tight the circuit is. Um, a lot of blind corners, so the more the merrier. So, Preston, is the you know at Road America you can kind of put your guys wherever you want to, right? Wherever you think they suit you best. At Chicago, though, uh, Tab was telling us main straightaway, turn four, and turn eleven. Is everybody spotters got to go there? Is that where y'all plan on putting your guys? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, the hard thing about the street courses, too, is this, the limited uh, grandstands, more or less. Um, so, luckily, NASCAR has the good vantage points um, for the, the spotters, uh, especially the main one, getting to watch the restart zone and start finish line. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to use them up this weekend. Like I said, um, it's going to be crucial knowing if there's something going on on the racetrack. Uh, you don't want to run into it if it's been sitting there. <laughs> So, uh, this weekend, and, and this is what I want to get into with you, the course 
is extremely difficult from a NASCAR road course perspective, but you've run road courses all over the country. You're a national champion two or three times, I believe, on the road course. Have you ever run anything that's going to be as tight as it is this weekend? No, I've I've never uh, in my career so far anything so tight, Um, especially with the wall so close. It's kind of like a Martinsville, just at higher speeds and a lot bumpier and walls on both sides so we'll see how it goes but it, it should be fun uh, i mean a lot of other series run street courses so it'll be cool for nascar to kind of dive in this weekend into street racing so you mentioned blind corners turn one two five six seven eleven and twelve all appear to me to be hard right or left handers that you cannot see what's happening on the other side when you go in there yeah, there's a few of them, um, but like I said, luckily we got good spotters up in the stands watching. But um, no, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna test drivers um, and everyone. That whole team spotters are gonna have to be doing their jobs. Uh, drivers are gonna have to be sure to keep their eyes up, even though the corners are blind. You can't get lackadaisical, kind of with that. So it's gonna be an interesting challenge. In preparation for this weekend, is this road course, is it on iRacing yet? Is it a sim available yet to, to you guys? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Actually, as we're talking now, I was in the middle of a, one of the iRacing races this week that they host. And, yeah, I've just been running laps. It's actually pretty cool. Um, when they came up with the concept of Chicago during COVID, they actually released the track, track back in 2020. Um, so, the scan might be about a year or two old, but uh, it's definitely better than just going in there blind because it's it's a handful. I mean, I can imagine. I mean, so I've never run a road course. I've watched Thomas struggle greatly on a road course uh, because you have to have the equipment. You have to have the expertise. I mean, you can just go on for days about why a road course is so different. And the NASCAR guys are getting better every year. You know, we used to have – a couple of NASCAR guys that were really good at it. Now there's a lot of them that are good at it. And then we've got guys like yourself who spend a lot of time on road courses, come over and run the road course races. Um, this this thing just presents a unique challenge the way I look at it. Oh, definitely. Um, and, too, I mean, no one's set foot on the facility. No one's really even driven a car around it, even a streetcar yet. So uh, it's kind of cool in that regard. It's so fresh. Um, normally when you go to – tracks like Watkins Glen, I guess even Road America now, they've been on the schedule for so long. Um, even if the driver's new, the team has a really good idea of set up to bring and all that. Uh, being fresh like it is this weekend, there's no baseline or anything. So it's kind of nice, um, but it's also really unpredictable and kind of nerve-wracking more or less um, just to make sure you got a good setup when you show up. Now, this thing appears to me to be basically flat is that the way it lays out on sim racing or has it got some contour to it oh it's definitely got some character to it um just even the being on the streets more or less being as bumpy and imperfect i mean when you go to racetracks nowadays they're so smooth um kind of loss of character in a way but the track definitely has elevation going over bridges um and like i said the City streets aren't the smoothest, so it's going to be cool. It's going to be definitely a challenge, um, and challenge to have the setup right too. We're talking with Preston Partis, multiple-time winner 
on road courses in the SCCA uh, racing. Preston, I, I haven't seen you race very much SCCA stuff this year. Are, are you racing and I just hadn't seen it, or are you guys scaling it back so you can do a little more NASCAR stuff? Um, yeah, we scaled it back a little bit, um, just kind of with how the NASCAR schedule is. Uh, we really want to put focus on that stuff, um, just with our sponsors and stuff. It's more or less it, it's the right thing to do. Um, so start of the year, we did a few big Miata races in January when there's really no racing going on in the country. Um, and actually kind of taking a break until the end of the year for the SCCA runoff. So it's unfortunate in a way, cause I love getting back to the grassroots thing, but, um, more or less, we got to really focus on the NASCAR program. The field's so competitive. Like you said, um, the drivers are getting better each year. So you got to really show up and, uh, be good right when you get off the trailer. Yep. This year you raced at Coda, you raced at Portland a few weeks ago. It's been a rough start to the 2023 season. And Chicago is the kind of place that you have to, for an independent team who only goes, and you you said it, it kind of levels the playing field for everybody because nobody's been there yet. No, no, that's one nice thing about it. I mean, especially for us being a small team, we don't really have a a ton of resources um, like the top teams, so we don't really get that much sim time um, or any sim time at all. But uh, it's just it's nice because if you get the setup right, I think it could be pretty good. Um, but the biggest thing is we got to be decent enough to make the race. Um, no owner points or anything like that. Got to qualify in. So well, we'll see how it goes. How many guys are registered? How many guys are in what are the entry list? It's actually, I think it's the biggest Xfinity race in probably three or four years. Um, I think it's at 43 right now. So we're going to have five or six cars go home. Um, so we'll see how it goes. We've got to beat 10 cars to make the show. Look, looking at the racetrack, it looks like it's you know pretty equally handed. So you're going to have to be the same on both sides. Is that what y'all are thinking? Yeah, you just gotta keep got to keep it in, in the track, in between the walls. All right, bud. Well, good luck this weekend. We'll be watching and uh, try to stay out of trouble when you're in Chicago. That was Preston Partis. Really looking forward to it. You want to talk about a, a, a local team. Preston and his dad have a shop in Daytona Beach, New Smyrna, and at 2,000 feet, his Miata car and his Xfinity car. And talk about David and Goliath. Be fun to watch. When we come back, Brent Sherman right here on WNSP. Come back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. Had a fun show getting you ready for Chicago. Tab Boyd, whose spots for Ricky Stenhouse, kicked it off to give us that perspective. Preston Partis, the most experienced road course racer in the field this weekend, stopped in to give us his view of the racetrack. In just a few minutes, a blast from the past. Brent Sherman's going to join us. He's rejoining the field this weekend. Every week, our program is brought to you by Wade Distributors, Alabama Pipe and Supply, 
We appreciate David Jones and his group supporting racing here along the Gulf Coast. And, of course, Judy's Place, where every Wednesday is Cobbler Day. And today was peach, and it was extremely good. As we've been talking about all night long, we're headed to Chicago this weekend. And it's not very often. This program has been on for 25 years, and it's not very often in the 25-year run that I've been doing this show that I get to have on somebody who was on the show 20 years ago and is coming back on the show again this season. But this will be the second time. Earlier this year, we had Billy Venerini, who was on the show 20 years ago, and he returned to racing at Flat Rock in the ARCA Series a few weeks ago. We had him on. This weekend, our buddy Brent Sherman, who is well known on this program through his ARCA days, Xfinity days, and Cup program, and I'm going to tell you, in 2004, he finished second in the points with Serta Mattress on the hood. I think my kids still have their little sheep. And then went on to Xfinity and Cup rides from there. But now he's been out of it for a little while. And he's going to return this weekend at basically his hometown in Chicago. And with that, let's bring in our buddy, Brent Sherman. Brent, how you doing, man? Uh... 25 years since I've been on the show. <laughs> I, really wanna, I didn't say I it exactly really that way. Billy Venturini on longest yeah. since I've been on the show. Yeah. You know, what you need to do, though, is, is Billy, he finished fourth in his comeback race. So the bar has oh, been set pretty high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know if we can make that happen, but we're going to try so it, it, this is a great story, and I'm, I'm happy that you could join us tonight because, you know, there's not many. When you were doing this 20 years ago, it was pushing and shoving and just all you could do to try to get to the next level and the next thing. But this deal this weekend, this isn't about getting a cup. This is about having a good time, and I'm excited for you getting the opportunity to do it. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's just unbelievable that that how it all transpired. I mean, I I, I never thought it would be. I, it doesn't feel that long. I mean, when you're a race car driver, you always feel like you can always do it forever. To be honest, and uh, I kind of was giving up and giving up hope that I'd be able to make it back. And just getting my NASCAR license back was uh, somewhat of a challenge. Uh, but we made it happen, and. Um, yeah, like you said, it's 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 all about the experience, uh, being able to race in front of my uh, kids that are you know almost fully grown now um, that really never got to watch me race. So it, all in all, it's it's just a feel good story for for me, and um, couldn't be happier to be able to do it, and and couldn't be happier that RSS gave me the opportunity. So there's a couple things I want to unpack in there. Uh, first off, when you were racing with us before, you either had no kids or they were extremely young. Now, they're as you mentioned, they're almost grown, and I'm not going to say they're old, but they're cognizant of what's going on around them. Where they were like, Dad, we, we're ready for you to go, or they were like, Dad, you're nuts. Probably both. 
Yeah, no, I, mean, I don't know. They, they're no, they're excited. They, they, they wish they could have experienced all the fun that I was having. Uh, you know, even in the down times of racing, it's still uh, the best job anyone could ever have. And they didn't really get to experience much of it, like you said. So, and don't really remember much of it. I did an ARCA race in uh, 2016 which is, I think, what helped me get my uh, NASCAR license for this weekend. I ran pretty well and uh, against some stout competition, and um, and they got to experience that. But even then, that was six, seven years ago. So uh, as far as NASCAR and the big event in Chicago, I think all in all, it's, it's just going to be a great experience for them, for myself, for my friends, for my family. You know, the, the whole, all around, it's just, whether I do well, whether I completely tank it really doesn't matter it's just going to be a great experience all around let's talk about this weekend and what it means uh you're 49 now not 27 or something wait what you quit before. yeah, yeah what? you know <laughs> oh, you okay. sneeze you sneeze and you're going to be 50 right <laughs> oh no hey at least i'm still doing it in my 40s I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I, mean, I don't know that it's. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know that that makes you the oldest driver in the field this weekend, but it's got to be getting close, right? I would uh, probably at, at 49, so. yeah. At 49, how do you prepare for a race? Because now I was with you 25, 20 years ago, and preparation for a race really wasn't that important 20, 25 years ago. We were out doing other things the night before a race. But now, you know, you probably got to be resting, huh? Um, well, I, well, no, I've been working out. Uh, <laughs> going for runs in the heat in a snowsuit. Uh, I mean, trying to do whatever I can. I, I guess the, there are a couple things that are, that are going to benefit me. I, they have the cool suits now which I had to purchase a really expensive shirt just to make sure that I was going to be able to stay cool. But they didn't have that, you know, 20 years ago. But um, that's going to be a huge benefit because just the heat alone in the car, um, you know, for that that amount of time, it takes its toll. And uh, it's obviously a little bit easier when you're a little younger to uh, withstand that but and keep the brain, you know, functioning at a top level. I don't think people understand really uh, – how taxing it is on the brain, especially with the heat. Uh, you start losing focus, making mistakes, and uh, so staying cool was going to be a big thing. Uh, it was. It, it's been hot here uh, for the last couple days, and I've been outside running in the heat of the day just to try to get accustomed to the heat and uh, you know hydrate up and work out and do what I can to to make sure that I'm you know at least capable in the car and and and. Being able to stay focused, I guess that's the biggest thing. So stock cars don't do a lot of road course racing. And we have Preston Partis on before who does, that's all he does is road course racing. But after you got through stock cars, you spent a year in Indy Lights. They do a lot of road course racing. Did that that thing going to help you for this weekend? Well, I, I actually started in uh, – I was wondering how he was the most experienced because that's kind of where I got my – I cut my teeth at Russell Racing in, uh, at Sears Point. I won the scholarship at a road racing challenge um, and raced in road racing uh, through the Barber Dodge Pro Series and uh, 
was trying to get to Indy Lights, and my sponsor said, hey, let's go stock car racing. So that's kind of where it changed. And um, But that was a long time ago, and I really kind of wanted to go back to my roots. That's how, that's how the Indy Lights deal came about. Um, I, we ran better on the ovals just because of the, the fact that I had been doing it for so long at high levels. I mean, I don't think people understand. I think some IndyCar drivers have tried to come and, and do some stock car racing and understand how good these guys are. And, uh, and it's just amazing the talent level um, and just knowing the cars and, and the weight and how to throw it around and, and what it's capable of because these stock cars are very capable. They're just capable in different ways without the downforce that Indy Lights would have or Indy cars would have. So, um, you know, and I think uh, Kurt Busch proved it when he did the Indy race, you know. I mean, he jumped into an Indy car and ran in the top five in the Indy 500. So, you know, these guys are all very capable. And, uh, you know, I'm not taking anything for granted I guess my biggest benefit might be the rain. I've raced in the rain on three courses before in the uh, in Belle Isle, Detroit, and in Grand Rapids. And I don't think many people, other than maybe Spencer Pompelli, uh, maybe a couple others in the field, have raced in the rain on a road course. So um, I guess there's an 80% chance. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It could be, it could be a crazy <laughs> weekend. Well, I think... By all accounts, from every race team that I've talked to, from the guy who's responsible from logistics all the way to the spotters and, and, and throughout the team, they're all expecting a crazy weekend because of the logit- logistical problems of racing in downtown Chicago. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it is a lot, but, you know, NASCAR knows how to do things right. I think they've tried to do the best they can with um with the logistics and i was down there for an interview recently and uh it's amazing the amount of work the city is putting into this uh to try to make it successful i mean i guess you can't really uh look at it and 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 predict what's going to happen until we all go there and figure it out but uh, i gotta tell you I, i know there are a lot of excited people um I'm sure there are some people that, are, that don't want it in the city, but once they actually see it and, and get to experience the speed uh, right downtown, I think it's going to turn some heads. It may not. I don't know. But uh, all I know is I'm going to be in a race car. So to me, <laughs> I, all, I put all that behind me and, and don't really care. I just focus on the task at hand and trying to do the best I can. Well, man, it's going to be fun watching this weekend. The music means we got to go. I appreciate you stepping in with us to talk about this weekend. By the way, I looked it up. Jensen Button is only 43. Right, so I was trying to find somebody else who may be like over 50, but I, I could not. So that still hangs you as the old man of the group. We must have lost Brent Sherman. Returning back to NASCAR racing this weekend after a 15, 16-year layoff. It's a great story, right? I mean, local Chicago guy getting a shot to go back. Also, we should mention uh, local sponsor, Hawk Auto, putting up the money for him to go. When we come back, the moves right here on WNSP. 
on WNSP.com. Keeping it mostly between the lines, here's Tommy Prater. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us. We had a great show getting you ready for Chicago. Tab Boyd in, Preston Partis, and our buddy Brent Sherman returning to racing after a really long layoff. We'll talk to the Moose about that in just a few minutes. Every week, our program is brought to you by Wade Distributors, Alabama Pipe and Supply, and Judy's Place, where every Wednesday is Cobbler Day. And it sure was good today. One of our Wednesday group is Danny Cordy. He had great news coming from the press conference he had for the HBSC college football games here later on this year. Those are big money makers for Mobile. It's that time of day for this week's edition of the Moose Call. And with that, let's bring him in, the Moose, Thomas Prater. How you doing, man? Oh, everything is good. I'm uh, at the uh, Chuck E. Cheese right now. For some reason, uh, Taylor decided to have <laughs> her 25th birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. I, I see. Well... I was just there with y'all, what was that, Saturday, Friday, whatever day that was. Mm -hmm. I've had my monthly fill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, when when Tay-Tay calls, you go, so. I understand. (laughs) I understand. So, Thomas, uh, earlier we had Brent Sherman on, who drove the Serta mattress car in the ARCA series for a really long time, 20, 25 years ago. And I was sitting here thinking about that. Preston Partis had just been born when he was driving that car. Um, and they would be racing against each other this weekend. He's 49 years old. You're somewhere in between Preston and, and Brent. But do you remember him from the Arca series with the Serta mattress car with the little sheep? <clears throat> yeah, I do remember him. Um you know, the, the main thing that I remember about going to the ARCA races back in the day was the free pork. <laughs> you had to get in line. Free pork. Every race. <laughs> oh, pork, the other white meat was Frank Kimball's sponsor, and they fed everybody, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Anybody and everybody. I know our cameramen would... You couldn't find them when it got to be pork time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you had to get there early. <laughs> they're going to Chicago this weekend, and they're going street racing, and I don't know if you've had a chance to look at the course, but goodness gracious, these hard left-hand and right-hand turns, they're 90 degrees. There's about six or seven of them, and guess what? There's no kitty litter on the other side to catch you. I can only think of the havoc you could wreak at a place like that. Yeah, you know, they got those Formula uh, turns. You know, I don't know if the 
I don't know if a 3,400-pound stock car can make it, but I'm sure there will be a couple that make it look real easy. So they're only letting them have three spotters for this weekend, and obviously track <clears throat> position is going to be really important. But with these 90-degree turns where you can't see on the other side, well, that can, that's just going to get ugly in a hurry. Yeah, it is, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm guessing Tab's still spotting for Ricky Stenthouse, and I, I think yes. Tab's the best spotter on the roof, so Ricky's going to be in great hands. And then Tab's taking his brother and their shock man to finish out their three-man package for this weekend. Nice, nice. And, uh, yeah, they're just – so logistically, <coughs> 90 days ago, I heard a lot from the race teams that they couldn't even take a car to the racetrack. They were told to take a cab because there wasn't any place for them to park. And logistically, it sounds like they're working some of this stuff out – um, Tab Boyd tells me their race team has a bus. That is how they'll get back and forth to the racetrack. But I can only imagine as a small team like we are, wow, we just get swallowed in that place. Yeah, we just have to uh, <clears throat> put the car on jack stands and sleep under the car. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't even think you're going to get that opportunity. I think you got to unroll it and race. But the uh, I was thinking about uh, when, when I start talking about going to Chicago, I always think about Chicagoland Speedway down at Joliet, which you raced on several times. And that place, they've, like, dug it up. It, it hardly exists anymore. Really? I didn't know that. That's uh, <clears throat> That was a cool track to be on uh, very fast, very, very fast. It was fast with a lot of different uh, places that you could put your car and still make time. And uh, I just, I was surprised. I saw a picture from up there the other day and turn one, part of the front straightaway, turn one down uh, into turn one is just flat level. And it looks like they're doing something in between the infield and, you know, what was the drag strip. So that was a, I don't guess you can ever come back from that. I guess you could rebuild it, but I don't know why they would. I, I don't know. Maybe if the road course gets some kind of traction this weekend with the people in Chicago, that'll get them back to Joliet. Maybe. Well, just look at Kentucky. They paved it 26,000 times, and it still didn't work. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and they are. They're, poor, they're parking Ford F-150s there now. There's more cars there now than there ever was as a racetrack. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, bud. Music means i got to go. We'll holler at you next week. Tell Tay-Tay yes, we sir. said happy birthday. I'll do it. That's the Moose. That means that's our show. Thank you for joining us this week. Really appreciate our guest, Tab Boyd, Preston Partis, Brent Sherman. I hope you got a better idea of what's ahead in Chicago. It's going to be wild. Everybody, have an awesome week. <laughs>